Welcome to season one, episode eight, the season finale of Buzzwords, conversations about teaching and learning at Shenandoah University, where we talk about teaching and learning at Shenandoah University, and hopefully a lot more than that. As usual, we would like to thank our sponsor, SU's transformative teaching and learning team, led by Karin, all in on alliteration. See what I did there? Lucas. So thank you, Karin, for all your support this whole season. I am Scott King, one of your co-hosts, and I am happy to say that I am the outgoing department chair of the Department of Psychology. God bless, outgoing there. Let's emphasize the outgoing part. Looking forward to the rest of my life after being department chair. And with me are our other two co-hosts. I'll let them introduce themselves. My name is Joey Gariziak. I'm the director of eSports here. Scott, sounds like you got some baggage there uh, that we might be learning about in our highs and lows (laughs) from your time as department chair for psychology. It's in the past. (laughs) My gosh. Um, So yeah, I'm the director of eSports here. um, And I'm not the outgoing director of esports. I don't know how not to, how to know about. Uh, yeah, not that I know about exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I also teach in the sport management as well as the esports program in the business school. And uh, we can't we can't do our introductions without mentioning our producer Xander Merle Smith, um, the outgoing MBA student. Um, so as we head into season two, we will need a new producer as well. So yeah, anybody knows of any producers or, or students or anybody that wants to possibly be part of this awesome buzzwords conversations and teaching and learning podcast let us know make sure to reach out to us because we are looking for a new producer to work with this awesome team um so yeah xander's here i'm here and scott's here and now we'll pass it to the third host melissa hi melissa Smeltzercraft, head women's basketball coach at shenandoah um i am uh also outgoing, but that's my personality. So uh, I was like, Whoa, uh, this is a major announcement. Here's uh, (laughs) here's some notes from last episode. We've got 380 downloads on Podbean, plus a few more from Apple. As of this morning, follow rate and review on Apple podcasts. Our email is buzzwords at su.edu. As we conclude season one, can't say enough. We are welcoming suggestions. Who should we bring on next season? What should we we try to tackle. Um, we are open for suggestions. Cannot say that enough. Our website is subuzzwords.podbean.com. All right. And on this episode of Buzzwords, we are happy to welcome our guest, Professor Amber Westner. Amber and I go way back to 2015 when she and I got to travel to Fiji together for a GCP trip. Um, so some more information about Amber, even though that's about really all you need to know. What a rough it. destination. I know. I mean, I it's know. terrible. Y'all really had to rough it there in Fiji <laughs> on spring break. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes you get Albania, sometimes. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's a, it's it's a coin toss Fiji. really between those two. <laughs> I just want to say I've got, I got some epic oh, yeah. phone calls, FaceTimes. Yeah. A certain Ashley from, smells. Oh, that's from, right. There's from, another from connection. And well. man, oh yeah. man. I know you had fun, Amber. <laughs> Amber was a was a bastion of calmness on that trip. I uh, I cannot emphasize enough how beneficial it was that she was on the trip with us. So some more about Amber. Amber is an associate professor and the director of experiential education for the Bernard J. Dunn School of Pharmacy here at Shenandoah. She has taught at Shenandoah since 2011 
after she finished her doctorate in pharmacy at Shenandoah in 2010. And before that, she was a pre-farm undergrad student here at Shenandoah. So she's been here a while and has seen Shenandoah from multiple perspectives. In 2013, she won the New Practitioner of the Year Award from the Virginia Society of Health Systems Pharmacy. And in 2013, that was a good year for you, Amber. She also was the Preceptor of the Year at Shenandoah. Um, currently, she is participating in SU's Pharmacy School Leadership Academy, and she also happens to teach dance at Rhythm Dance Studio. Amber, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. All right, so before we get into our segments, what's everybody got planned for this summer? I'm going to do dancing now with Amber. <laughs> Just seeing that. Amber, what is, what is your, uh, how, how good are you at teaching somebody with zero rhythm about dancing are you at the do you teach beginners or are you more the advanced stage i teach everybody so i've had students as young as three and i also teach the adult classes so we're you know all the way up into the 60s so everyone is welcome wow so as a former boy band member <laughs> that was more lip singing and acting like i'm dancing you you say there's a place for me huh absolutely maybe new summer plans in i don't know that's <laughs> that could be cool i mean something different this summer it's got to your point I'm looking forward to just, I don't know, I'm actually looking forward to warmer weather. I, I'm ready for it to get a little warmer. We've had some cold snaps in the mornings lately. Let's talk about the weather a little bit. We always talk about the weather. <laughs> um, but no, summer is obviously always a great time to take a breath, but also catch up on some things. It's not like it's a full break where we don't do anything uh, for, for work or teaching or anything, but it's a good chance to catch up on research and all, as much fun as that is. Um, take a breath, take some trips. Um, now that we can actually take trips which is nice. So I've got a couple of trips planned for some of my friends' 40th birthdays. They're a lot oh, older nice. than me, so I go see them for their 40th birthday. How does that make you feel, Scott? <laughs> 40, you know, that's like young. That, you might as well be turning 20. is <laughs> <laughs> the new 20. That's right. Yeah, so going out to Houston ugh, um, to, to see them. But other than that, running some summer camps. we got eSports summer camps going on here. Um, but just hopefully just taking a break for a little bit, you know, just everybody needs that chance. Two weeks off, mandatory sabbaticals and all the other stuff going on here. Um, yeah. So just looking forward to getting into that, looking forward to graduation and commencement this weekend, which would be great. And then looking forward to what the summer has to offer. Amber, you're a 12 month employee. You're talking to several, not 12 month employees. What does your summer look like? So, uh, being a 12 month faculty member, I'm definitely still, you know, in the office working throughout the summer. I do tend to block my vacation in the summer. I kind of like, you know, stockpile it <laughs> um, and kind of create a summer for myself usually. But um, in the office, you know, on the days that I'm not taking vacation, this summer will be a little bit different, though, because um, I know Joey just mentioned the two week sabbaticals that we all are fortunate to have. I'm actually taking a full sabbatical in the fall. Um, it got oh, delayed because of the pandemic. Um, but I'm scheduled to go out in August. And so it'll be kind of preparing for that, um, you know, coverage for the things that will need to be handled while I'm off and kind of turning the reins over. So um, it's kind of like pre-planning the whole semester early. So that'll keep what me busy. What are you doing for that full sabbatical? I'm actually working on international rotations for our students. Um, oh, so we wow. have a few, yeah, we have a few opportunities where students can go out of the country for, one to five weeks at a time um, where they spend time in pharmacies around the world. Um, but we want to grow that program and have more opportunities and really kind of make a formal like 
manual, like when you're preparing all the steps that you should do and things to know about the countries. And so I'm going to be working on building that up. Is there one in Fiji? There isn't, but there could be. Yet, yet. Exactly. All right, that's the operative word. Let's try to make that happen. I need a reason to go back there, Amber. Let's let's try to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. So Amber, as a student at Shenandoah, like all the way back to your undergrad days, um, how do you see Shenandoah different now compared to in the 2000s? back when you were an undergrad? So it's definitely grown a lot, not just the university, but just Winchester in general. I feel like so many new things have popped up. Um, It just really, the area just continues to grow. And for me, um, I always joke, you know, that Shenandoah just can't get rid of me because I was, you know, undergrad, (laughs) graduate, faculty, um, and on I go. But it was just because the community and like the people that I interacted with, the faculty members just made such an impact on me. And so now getting to be on that other side, um, for me, it's really just getting to now offer students that same environment that drew me here in the first place. So I've loved it every step of the way. Who were, who were some of your favorite undergrad faculty? Mm. Are any of them still here? No, I think most of them... Um, have retired at this point. Uh, there was a uh, chemistry faculty member, um, Dr. Lapp. Um, I'm pretty sure that he's retired at this point. Yeah. And then, um, oh, I cannot think of her name off the top of my head. Maybe you, you'll remember. She was calculus. She was a math professor. I took calculus with her. Um, was Cynthia Stewart? No, that doesn't ring a bell. She, she just retired a year ago. Oh, I should have looked so back. When, when you're, that's okay. When you're, when you're pre-farm, is, I don't even know. Is that its own major, or do you end up being a chemistry major and like a bio minor or something like that? So we were labeled as pre-pharmacy, but essentially it was a chemistry major. Cool. All right, well, you're ready to get into our segments? Yeah. Ready to roll out? We're ready. All right, we're ready to get into our revolving segments coming up every every time, and these are always our favorite things because something new always comes up that we're not expecting during these, uh, and we always give our guests uh, like Amber a chance to order them how they want. So you're not even hearing these in the same order from week to week. Uh, so Amber, we're gonna get started on this, and we're gonna, as you requested, we're gonna start with your Hornet hot take. This is my favorite one to start with too. I would totally start with this because mm-hmm. it's your chance to rant about something. You want to, you know, hot off the bat. Just go, just nail something. So Amber, here's your chance to rant about something for us. Sure. So my key thing, as soon as kind of I, I saw this, this opportunity, one thing came to mind immediately, and that is in the classroom, students not turning their cameras on with Zoom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Amber. That, um, <laughs> I think Scott agrees. Yeah, it's just something that over the, you know, the year and a half we've been using it, I definitely could tell, you know, there's less engagement when that camera is on, they may not even be there. Um, And so it became a class policy for me. And, you know, students knew right from the beginning, I expect the camera to be on the whole class time, just like we would in an in-person class. Um, But getting them to comply with that request, you would think I'm asking for such a difficult thing um, and kind of where I, I decided to go that direction is because I'd have some class sessions with lots of black boxes um, and when I would end class I would just wait you know I would just stay on 
and see at what point did they eventually log out of the class. <laughs> wow. And um, uh-huh. there were sometimes 30, 40 minutes before someone would actually come back and log out of that class. And so I knew I'm like, who knows where they were, what they were doing. They just had it yeah. on to be counted like they were there. Um, but I was unlikely actually connecting with those students because they were you know, distracted by other things. And so that's where it came from. Um, but yes, every week, you know, there were a handful of students who just were very resistant to turning that camera on. Uh, were you just staring at that black box over that duration? <laughs> like, do they come to the monitor and you're just eyeballs <laughs> are on them? And obviously you didn't see them, but man, that's funny. I, I know I've been a part of several Zooms where it's like, before we are saying goodbye and doing our awkward wave, you know, the host <laughs> had ended the meeting and I'm awkwardly sitting there unfulfilled with my wave. The so, awkward wave. I know like, awkward we don't wave. do that when we leave regular meetings. <laughs> like, so you, why do we do that when we do Zoom I'm gonna, meetings? I'm going to, so uh, athletics announced that we'll be doing our meetings in person again. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring the wave to 21, 22 <laughs> academic go. year. Bye, everybody. <laughs> and it's going to have a lot of elbow, maybe a little shoulder <laughs> click, and I'm going to bring it. That's right. That's right. And maybe like have a black piece of paper with your name on it. <laughs> and just hold it up in, in front of you. letters and just hold it up in front of your face. Yeah. Or somehow lean back so that people can only see like. All you right. gotta do is adjust your camera oh, yeah. in your chair. Just <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. Um, that's a really good hot take. I, uh, I love when I could feel I could feel how deeply rooted that was, Amber. Um, <laughs> let's roll into highs and lows and uh, I'll, I'll start us up here. Um, I, I just said this when I got here. I my high is I just saw one of my players, mother and grandmother, for the first time in 15 months. They were coming to pick her up, take her home for the summer, and we didn't have fans at our games. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really seen one another. Obviously, I see the the student athlete all the time, and now we're both vaccinated, and we've been able to see each other's faces. Um, I was so excited. They turned the corner and came in my office and our office is fairly big. I share it with our assistant coach. And so we've got a couch in there and, uh, you know, we were at capacity. We didn't really allow our students to come into our office all fall. And we had a a ton of them in there today. And then all these, then their parents come in and grandmother comes in. And I was just, I jumped right up. I sprinted over. I gave them each a big hug. and, And some of my players were looking at me like, what? just happen. <laughs> I was so genuinely excited to see them. And, um, it, man, we just watched, watched a year just slip past us. And, um, it, it was really great to see that. And, and you don't realize how much you're a part of their whole lives until you see their mom and their grandmother and you're like, Oh my gosh. Um, so that was great. That was easily my high of everything. Um, my low, I would have to say this. Um, I've been I've been golfing more, and um, my score is getting high. And um, I, I'm trending in the wrong direction right now. Um, I went to the range yesterday with a friend, and I really need to buckle down for my summer golf here. Make that um, a priority. I have, I have. It's it's been very helpful to my mental health. Golf has, but sure. my scores are trending high, so that's my low. Your high is your low. Correct. High score. It's a golf pun. Yeah. Got it. Got Amber, it. what about you? What's what's up with you? What's been your high and low as of late? Sure. So my high, I think I, I have a an easy one based on the time that we're we're doing this episode and that it's the end of the semester. Um, our students finished up finals last week because we're a little bit ahead of main campus. 
um, and hooding for our graduating students is tomorrow. Um, and so they've been back this week doing their review for their licensing test. Um, so for the first time in a year, that class, you know, is kind of engaging with us as a, a faculty, coming back to the area. Um, so just a really exciting time of year. And so that's definitely my my high. In terms yeah, of a, for sure. I love that. In terms of a low, <laughs> it kind of goes along with the same thing end of semester. Um, for me, it's grades are due. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. for us, with the courses that I teach, since it's rotations, um, rotations, in case you're not familiar, it's where the students are going out to different pharmacies and hospitals and clinics for five weeks at a time and getting that kind of hands-on experience and applying what they've learned in the classroom. Every five weeks, it switches. Um, and so between the classes I teach didactically in the classroom and then these rotations, I had like 450 some grades to get entered into oh, Hornet Hub. No and way. so, oh no, yeah, it was, it's, you know, it's an intense end of semester, make sure everyone has what they need to clear for graduation or to go on to summer rotations because our students go in the summer as well for rotation experiences. So kind of finals end Friday and Monday, some of them are right out to rotation. There's a really quick turnaround time. So always intense in this semester. Amber, do you take Emily Holland's emails personally when she writes <laughs> grades? I do. I'm like <laughs> an exclamation point in the grades. I do. And I, I'm always like, can't you just send Emily, me the personal email? Out, Amber's, you're going to be on Amber's next rant, Emily. <laughs> no, it's definitely like, just send me the personal email. Which ones are you missing? I'm waiting for that preceptor to submit the grade. I, I know. I know. Absolutely. Wow. I think that's my new low is listening to Amber after talking about her grades. I had a physical reaction when you said like 450 oh, yeah. grades. Oh, God, it just it hurts. Um, ugh, I don't know how to beat that one. Uh, I'll start with, with with my high for the last couple of weeks. Um, and, and we could all say not having to wear our masks on campus if we're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. that, I think that's a universal high. This is the high. closest we've been. I know. Sitting. Yeah, yeah, this is it, it's so nice to, to get to this point, knock on wood, where we are with everything and, and to get our masks off and to see people's faces for the first time a lot of like freshmen and they've seen them before what maybe that's a low i don't know um but it's great to just be rid of these things and get to some kind of normal again it's really cool um but that's that's kind of universal and that's not my personal high because we also had a team win a, a a regional championship in rocket league over george mason and george washington uh and i was able to go to a bar downtown uh, get a beer and watch our students compete and beat these schools. And it was really cool to do. I felt like I was watching University of Georgia play football. Yes. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, we're yelling in the restaurant and we're getting mad, but we're, you know, drinking some beer, having a good time, watching our students win. We won a championship. So they won a decent cash pool as well. Um, and so that was my high for sure. That was our first kind of big regional championship cool. that we got. Uh, my low is, I mentioned it, it is, it is a little bit of a dark one. It's, uh, my dog is going to have to be put down, I think tomorrow. Mm. Um, he's really struggling. He's old. He's had a good life. Um, so yeah, it's sad, but it's, it's time to go buddy. Um, and so I think we have to put our dog down tomorrow and, uh, my wife is very upset about it, but on that other side is that we get a new puppy. Uh, and so my girls are very excited about getting a new puppy. I just said no shedding. I don't want a dog that sheds. I don't care what it looks like. It can be hairless for all I care. It Is that like what me. your wife was requesting when she, she was courting That's when you were talking yeah. about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to shed. I mean, he can be hairless for all I care. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, it's it, uh, that is a downer, obviously, but there is some good that comes out of that. It's just he can't walk upstairs anymore. He can barely Poor move dog. around. So it's time to go. 
Um, but we will get a puppy as long as it doesn't shed much. So that would be that. That's my low. But Scott, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, don't don't tell my kids about the puppy because it'll be more. Peter oh, we'll pressure. have them help compete out. Uh-uh. How about that? We can go to Puppy Palace together. <laughs> no way. They, they want a dog. Not happening anytime soon. Uh, my high and low. Let's see. Low was during finals week, which we are concluding now. Um, in my, my history of psychology class, the final is optional. Um, so students you know, can take it if they want to raise their grade. If, they, if they're happy with their grade as it is, they don't have to take it. So the last week of class, I always ask the students, you know, who of you is intending to show up for the final just so I can like have an RSVP and know who to uh, look for on Zoom. And a few of them raised their hands and I said, okay, well, you don't, you don't have to take it, but if you decide that you don't want to take it, just email me so I don't, um, you know, write a big long test and then sit there on Zoom with nobody to give the test to. So you know, a week goes by since that last class, nobody emails me, and then Tuesday or Thursday, yeah, Tuesday afternoon, I, I had spent the, you know, two hours the night before writing this, like, perfect test with some perfect essay questions. There's no bias to write that. There's no yeah, bias no bias at all. It's yeah. objectively perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody shows up. So you got, got ghosted. It. I've got a good test ready for the next time I teach the class. Well, there you go. So but, the uh, people that said they were coming should get zeros. That's what I just heard. That's what I would do. That Oh, that would be... Plot be twist. I've, I've already turned in the grades to Emily Hollins now. Well, yeah, because you got that email. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that'll, maybe that'll be repercussion next uh, This is going to come full circle because I know what the buzzword is, but we're, we'll circle back yeah, to that. Yeah, it relates. I'll, we'll circle back um, to that. And my high, which also relates to the buzzword in a good way, is um, some news I got about a former student. Uh, her name when she was here was Kate Lose. Now she's gotten married. Her last name is starts with a D and I can't really pronounce it. It's like Divalitis. Um, but Kate D., when she was an undergrad at Shenandoah, she got an internship um, at the Adult Care Center of the Northern Shenandoah Valley, which is a, a day center for older adults with intellectual challenges. And she got that as a psychology internship, which I um, set her up with. Then after she did the, did the internship, she got a full-time job there as their activities director, like right after um, the internship, pretty much. And then now their executive director is retiring and Kate is going to be the new executive Amazing. director of this wow. adult care center. <clears throat> nice. you know, I don't even think she's 30, and she's going to be running this adult care center, a big, important not-for-profit in Winchester. So good job, Kate. What um, a great feeling for you, though, Scott, yeah, right? I got, I got this email from the outgoing uh, executive director last night, and it made my day, made my night. Made me happy to see Very one of great. our alums doing great stuff in the community. All right, so next segment is from me, and that is, Amber, the segment Tool Time. Tell us about your favorite teaching tool. So the the main tool I've been using this year, especially connecting with the students remotely, have been different polling softwares. So I've been using, like, Kahoot, Poll Everywhere, the Zoom survey tool, and... uh, It's been a fun way to just kind of, you know, break class up a little bit. We have to spend a lot of time talking about like policies and assignments that they're going to do out on rotations. And so kind of pausing and being like, all right, how closely were we all paying attention? And then, you know, we always get those 
funny answers from students of like, we just spent 20 minutes on this topic and, you know, 95% are able to get it. Um, and so then the students being able to like correct each other and be like, no, that's not three weeks, that's two weeks. So um, that has been fun, just like incorporating it into the middle of class, breaking it up into, you know, digestible What's your favorite segments. one to use? I guess I would say What's your Kahoot. favorite one? Kahoot? I think Kahoot. Yeah, it's a little bit more interactive. Okay. It's kind of competition set up where it comes up like who answered the quickest yeah. mm-hmm. and most correctly. Um, so it's not just like as the class as a whole, but then they also kind of internally are competing with one another. And so um, that one just seems to get the most kind of, you know, class reaction because they see like who answered and that kind of thing. Yeah, and that one is a good one to use even when we're back to face-to-face teaching, right? Because right? everybody can just pull right. up their phones and, and do it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, uh, let's go on to the next one. You thought you knew. Amber, this is your chance to tell our guests uh, or tell, tell our listeners something they think, something you think they should know about your department. Sure. Yeah, so the thing that I think people should know about the faculty in my department is that they all have practice sites. So they spend either half their day or sometimes like full days throughout the week, but about 50% of their time at the hospital, rounding with physician teams or at clinics in town, seeing patients. And sometimes it seems like even our students don't realize, like they'll come in to find a faculty member, they're there for class um, and they're not in their office, but it's because they're at their practice site actually with some of their fellow students, just, you know, upperclassmen completing those rotations that I had mentioned earlier. And so um, I think sometimes it gets forgotten about that they're spending as much time, you know, providing that healthcare piece and taking students on rotation as they are in the classroom. And for our younger students, at least, you know, they only see them in the classroom those first couple years usually. And so they only think of them as lecturing and putting those tests together, but then they see them in a completely different environment as they progress into the program. And so um, that, that would be the thing that I would say. Yeah. I did not know that. So this, this segment paid off. (laughs) All right, Amber, let's do your buzzword breakdown. I think I'd like to think that this is everyone's favorite part of the, this show. So hit us with your buzzword breakdown or your buzzword teaching buzzword. Hit us with the, the heavy hitter here. Sure. So my buzzword is professionalism. And that is just a topic that we spend a lot of time talking about in my courses because it's our students who are about to go out into you know hundreds of different pharmacy locations, hospitals, clinics for you know a hundred mile radius from both of our campuses, and so they're interacting with you know many professionals, preceptors, the healthcare teams at these different sites, and so it's we kind of talked about how it's, you know, 50% your knowledge base and being able to come in and know what you're doing. But the other half is that professionalism and how are you able to interact with that team and making sure you're on time, not, you know, improperly using technology or on your phone when they're trying to engage with you. How do you take constructive criticism and integrate as part of that team? And so it's one, knowing what you're talking about, but those people need to be, you know, willing to work with you and want to listen to what you have to say, both your patients and those colleagues of, you know, they're starting to network and really ingrain themselves in the profession. And so we spend a lot of time on professionalism um, and just making sure they're thinking about, you know, the impressions that they're making and leaving with the sites. 
I'm jealous of that in some ways, Amber, because you have a tangible career that you are dangling in front of them saying you are working towards this. You chose this. You've made it this far. These are the nuances and the, the final steps to be a really good member of this professional community. I sometimes find that I have found in my time at Shenandoah, almost every year students may be slightly less prepackaged with information upon arrival. So um, example, day of giving was a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, we had 56 people contribute to our basketball program, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. I made our women write thank you notes and the amount of freshmen that did not know where the address went on the envelope. Now you laugh, you laugh, but if we don't take the time to show and teach, we also have to recognize that might not be happening in high school or at home or wherever else they'd get it. And it's some things that I feel like are life things, less academic, less even basketball that I'm helping them focus on. Um, but I then find that my pre health profession students, I have a DPT student currently on my roster. She'll say to the young ones, she's right. Listen to her. You need to have this together for the next steps. And obviously being in a DPT program, obviously bringing in the farm school, you know, it's, it's solidified. What you just said is so validated. Um, But I don't know if you all feel that way in terms of maybe the undergrad version of professionalism. (laughs) Yeah, undergrads, uh, they, they need to know about professionalism just like the, the pharmacy students do. Um, our, our, our sponsor this week is actually uh, appropriate to mention here. Um, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the, the top halves of my students' heads in Psych 101 because that is all of I saw of most of those students all semester. On if, I, You know, I... I I have the policy to have your cameras on. So technically they were abiding by the policy. Yeah, plenty of them kept them (laughs) off, but they would have the camera on, but then angle their screen, you know, their camera so that you can only see the the top of their head and then the ceiling of their dorm room. And it's just like, I give up, man. What am I (laughs) (laughs) I supposed to do? Or, you know, when they came to class, the the, the three of them that might come to class regularly, they're wearing masks. And of course they should have been wearing masks. So it's okay there to only see the top halves of their heads. But yeah, that top half of the face, I uh, I know those students pretty well. But if I see you on campus next semester and you're not wearing a mask or not just showing your, your forehead, I might not remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think, yeah, that's a good buzzword, professionalism. Good way to wrap us up. Amber, do you have anything you want to plug Anything you want people to go to? Anything you want uh, want our audience to be aware of before we wrap today? So, I mean, we don't have any kind of events coming up to plug, but I do just want to kind of give a shout out to our pharmacy preceptors. Um, really, those are our healthcare heroes who over this past year have stepped up so much to keep our students um, progressing through the curriculum taking extra students and trying to, you know, manage the pandemic, take care of patients, but also educate our students. Um, And they're doing this on a volunteer basis, um, you know, working with us and providing the curriculum for that hands-on piece. 
uh, for students to see really what it's like to be a pharmacist. And so, you know, I cannot say enough positive things about our preceptors and the time that they invest into our students. And so it's more just kind of a, a shout out uh, to our preceptors and to all those working in healthcare um, coming out of a really challenging year um, and just the amazing work that they do. For sure, yes. Thank you to healthcare professionals, preceptors in general. Thank you to uh, our listeners for staying with us this season. This is the last episode of Buzzwords for this season. We need a cliffhanger. <laughs> I think there will be a season two. Who will our guests be? Ooh. If you want to give us your input on who our guests will be, email us at buzzwords at su.edu. Um, don't cancel your subscription on Apple Podcasts or on subuzzwords.podbean.com. It'll, it'll fire back up again in, in August or September. Joey and Melissa, any last words? This has been fun. Thank you, guys. It's, I feel like this, this uh, brought me out of COVID, and I feel alive again. Thank yeah, you. same. Same, yeah, really? no, it, it, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's always enjoyable working with Scott and Melissa and every guest that we brought on, hearing from different perspectives. So it's been, it has been a lot of fun. A lot less work than I was anticipating. Thanks to Xander. He's done yes. an awesome job this Huge year. Shout out to Xander, you, Xander. Um, tolerating us. Yeah, right. Exactly. All the mess ups we he had. He does giggle in the corner. He does giggle a lot. He's yeah. entertained <laughs> too. A He's entertained. Bot. Um, but no, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Really looking forward to season two. Um, yeah, I, I think Melissa's right. We got to get some some other areas represented. In here as well, we hit every academic department. Let's hit some staff as well. Um, let's get Tracy on here. Oh. You know, let's aim high. Let's get let's get Obama on here. Let's see what we can okay. do. <laughs> <laughs> Lofty goals, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, and thank you, Amber Westner, for being our finale guest this season. And let's wrap it up, everybody. Keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.